President Biden and the G7. COVID, climate change, China and Russia. Going too far? New evidence that the Trump administration was spying on members of Congress. Trump initiative revived. Building the border wall in the state of Texas. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. President Biden's bid to restore America's relations with its top allies is going on at a high-stakes G7 summit in the U.K. And it comes just days before he goes one-on-one with Russia's Vladimir Putin. President Trump relishing his role as disruptor at the last face-to-face G7 summit. President Biden standing beside this year's summit host, Boris Johnson, already having conferred on some key issues. No shortage of substantive agenda and plenty of reason why it should work. Former British Ambassador Peter Westmacott. COVID topping that packed agenda. The G7 expected to pledge a billion doses for the world. Climate and countering an increasingly assertive China and Russia will also dominate these three days of talks. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. A bipartisan group of senators has announced a tentative agreement on an infrastructure package. It calls for no tax increases and $579 billion in new spending. CBS's Nancy Cordes on some possible hurdles. The White House has clearly seen enough of what's in it to identify some transportation fees, gas taxes and the like that could hit lower income Americans. So that, I'm told, is something that would have to be fixed in order to win White House approval. In the hunt for leaks of classified information about contacts between Trump insiders and Russia, there's where the Justice Department subpoenaed the personal data of at least two Democrats on the House Intelligence Committee in 2017 and 18. CBS's Catherine Herridge. CBS News has confirmed that DOJ subpoenaed the records of Democratic Congressman Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell, as well as aides, family members, and even a minor, all in an attempt to find the leaker. Congressman Schiff and Swalwell confirmed their data was seized last night and called for an immediate investigation. Federal prosecutors have filed a conspiracy indictment accusing six California men with plotting and participating in the attack at the U.S. Capitol. They're believed to be connected to the gun rights group known as the Three Percenters. In Oregon, members of both parties voted to expel a Republican lawmaker from the state House of Representatives. Democrat Andrea Salinas. Representative Nierman was planning and coordinating an attack on our Capitol. GOP Representative Mike Nierman has been unapologetic about being part of a far-right group that invaded the Capitol building in Salem two weeks before the D.C. attack. The CDC will hold an advisor hearing next week to discuss a new and rare side effect of COVID vaccines for young people. At least 226 cases of heart inflammation have been reported, mostly in males 30 and younger. CBS's Dr. David Agus. It's important that we're aware of it, but I'm not concerned. 226 cases and 130 million vaccines. Almost all of them were able to go home after presenting to an emergency room treated with anti-inflammatories. And it is at a much lower rate than you see this inflammation called myocarditis than you do with the virus. Now to bone dry Utah, where six wildfires are burning and the governor has declared a drought emergency. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti reports it's made things a struggle down on the farm. Sixth-generation farmer Ron Gibson is covering his crops with plastic to conserve water. His water allocation was cut by 70%. If we don't get these crops to market, 
we can't survive. He also says the cost of feeding his dairy cows has doubled in a year. When agriculture is gone, then our ability to produce food is gone. The entire state of Utah is experiencing drought. We met Zach Frankel, executive director of the Utah Rivers Council at the Great Salt Lake. 90% of our precipitation comes in the winter and snow. As our winter air temperatures continue to rise, we're getting less and less snow in our mountains. Back on the farm, Gibson says a continued water crisis means an uncertain future. Your family's been doing this for 152 years. Do you worry that this is the last generation of farming in your family? I can't sleep at night because that's exactly the concern. There was panic at a Publix supermarket in Royal Palm Beach, Florida. Ron Glassman had just parked his car nearby. Everyone started coming out yelling, active shooter, shots fired, get out, get out. Police say a 55-year-old gunman shot and killed a woman and her one-year-old grandson, then shot and killed himself. Authorities say there was no known relationship between the attacker and his victims. Now to Eagleville, Pennsylvania, where a code enforcement officer at a townhouse complex was threatened by a man with a gun at one location. From there, there were explosions that touched off a fire that spread to other homes. This woman who lives next door says her kids were at home and one called her. She hears something dropping and bumping. I just tell her, get out. She get out without shoes. One person was injured. Police are investigating. On day one in office, President Biden stopped construction on Donald Trump's border wall. In Texas, Governor Greg Abbott is preparing to take his own action. I will announce next week the plan for the state of Texas to begin building the border wall in the state of Texas. There's no indication of the cost or how it would be paid for. CBS's Omar Villafranca is in Texas with more on the effort by many employers to lure workers in an economy trying to bounce back from the pandemic. Phil Romano is the man behind restaurants like Macaroni Grill and Fuddruckers. His latest venture here in Dallas is stalled because he can't find enough workers to staff it. Just having a job for him used to be in the center. He's now offering $1,000 educational scholarships for certain workers after 60 days. New employees for Omni Hotels can get a signing bonus and three free nights at a hotel of their choice if they stay through Labor Day. A long-term, decades-long trend where the employer held so much power, that dynamic is shifting. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger says new employee incentives might become the new normal. Three FDA advisors have resigned in protest over this week's approval of a new Alzheimer's drug. And a research report says the $56,000 a year treatment would raise Medicare premiums. And those who take it could face co-payments of more than 11000 a year. Tomorrow marks the fifth anniversary of the Pulse nightclub massacre in Orlando. People have visited this spot for almost five years, many leaving flowers, written messages, or other items as they pay their respects. This woman named Sherry says she brings many of her out-of-town guests here. They're just very quiet and very respectful and take it in, but I think that they leave with a better understanding and a better connection with the people that lost their lives here. This is an interim memorial. Money is being raised for a more permanent one, including a museum and their survivors walked to the nearby hospital where victims were taken and treated. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. Let the debate begin. The college football playoff says it will consider expanding from four to 12 teams to settle the national championship. Proponents say it will mean more participation. Opponents say it'll mean too many games. Implementation could be years off. The World News Roundup is produced by Paul Ferry. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.